What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Next up, we have Jody Silverman, a successful serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and empty nest midlife coach. Jody Silverman takes an op- any opportunity and turns it into a success. She is the founder of Moms Who Dare Community, which serves to provide moms a place to learn, grow, connect, share, and thrive together. Jody's passion is passionate about empowering all women to figure out what's next for them when they encounter life changes. Life should be a wholehearted experience, and Jody is on a mission to dare women to reconnect to self, dream again, and to create a daring life that feels right for them. Welcome, Jody. Wendy, I agree with you. It never gets old listening to somebody read about you. You're like, oh, is that me? Like, that's me? <laughs> so, hey, everybody. I'm so excited to be here, and thank you to Tiffany and Majette for inviting me to be part of this amazing event. Um, I'm actually really excited because, I mean, I guess I am talking about a daring life. Um, And just to be clear, before I get into the whole thing, daring doesn't have to be scary. Daring is a code word for trying something new, doing something new. Maybe something new that you haven't done in 10 years, maybe something brand new. For me, this is daring. This is daring to talk about something other than how to thrive through empty nests something that I really have never talked about publicly before. And I'm really excited about sharing it with all of you. So I am gonna share my screen and uh, we'll get into this. All right, so angels and angel cards, believing, trusting, and paying attention. I wanna be really, really crystal clear. I am not an angel or angel card expert by any means. And you don't need to be trained as an expert to tap into your angels and have them watch over you, offer guidance and share their gifts of messages with you. I am a testament to that. But what I will share with you today is in our short time together is who I am and how by making a decision, I opened up my world and my mind to receiving messages and signs from my angels and spirit guides, and they have supported me and challenged me and, and, and it has challenged me and it has filled me with so much gratitude. And I'm here to tell you, you can feel the same way. You can experience the same thing. And the beauty of it, you don't have to be 100% a believer right now. So it's okay. So as a matter of fact, so that's what we're going to do tonight, okay? I'm going to share all that with you. But do me a fact, if you're, do me, do me this favor. If you're here as an attendee, use the chat. And if you're on Facebook, use the comment section. Drop a Y in the comment or chat box if, yes, you are a believer in angels and angel cards and messages and receiving messages. Drop an N if no. I don't. I really don't. And that's okay. There's no judgment here. And how about a U, unsure? So drop that and I'll be checking it later. I'm just curious. I I can't see the Facebook, but I can see here. So, because... I will share with you that that I was unsure. So as you heard, I'm not going to go through my bio again, but I am a speaker. I am an empty nest nest mom life coach, 
And I'm a fan of a community that's not so far off from the Diva Girl Tribe community. And that's just a social connecting group for moms who are in empty nest or beyond in the midlife season of their life. And we provide workshops and experiences to connect, learn, and grow together. Sound familiar? It's no wonder why I, I jive and I connect so much with, with the Diva Girl Tribe. So we're going to talk now first on, it's, hmm. ladies, you know, technology. Do you love it? I don't. Okay. So let's start with, all right, so I see a lot. I see some no's. I see some assures and I see some yeses. So we'll get to that later. I just want you all to see that it doesn't matter where you're on the spectrum. Um, it's okay. And the angels are there regardless. Okay, because I am the only one in my family, my immediate family, the four of us, I'm married to a man named Sam for 28 years. I have a 27 year old daughter, Ellie, and my son who today is 23 for my son. And none of them believe in this, none of them. So I believe for all of them. I communicate with the angels for all of them. So who are the angels? And I want you, so who, who are they? There are guardian angels that people refer to as spirit guides, and there are the archangels. Now, I will share with you that I have focus and concentration issues. So I don't, I've been doing this for over a year now, consciously and, intense, and, and intentionally, and I still don't know the names of them, all of them, or what they all stand for, or their purpose in our lives, but you don't have to. Again, I'm gonna share with you, no matter where you are in your yes, no, or, or undecided, your angels and your guardian angels are there for you, always. So it is said that your guardian angel is by your side from the moment you draw your first breath to your last. And actually, I just read an article today that some say your guardian angel is right by your side on the day you're conceived. So that's up to you. I don't know if somebody there, if you want to drop a comment and let me know what you believe. But I have heard it said that your guardian angel is by your side from that moment of your first breath until the moment you take your last breath. I find that very comforting. Whether it's undecided or not, whether you're uncertain, I find it very comforting, the thought that there might be an angel by my side constantly throughout my whole life. That's just me. All right, so I study and I get my information based on two people, and I'll get into the archangels in a minute. One of them, and I brought the books to show you, one of them is Doreen Virtue, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Doreen. And the other one is Sonia Choquette, who Tiffany introduced me to. And um, I read and I learn from them. There's a lot of ways to read, guys. And like I said, I'm not an expert. I mean, I really do have trouble retaining information. So I gave myself permission to read and practice in a way that feels true to me. So in Doreen's book, this one here, Angels 101, which I love because it's short. I'm about short. Angels 101, she introduces us to about 15 angels. I picked six. I think all of us, whether we're believers, unsure or non-believers, I think all of us have heard at least of one or two of these archangels. And here is what their meaning is, who they are. Ariel is a lioness of God. Gabrielle means messenger of God. Metatron watches over children. I'm trying to move this. Watches over children. Every, I think everybody's heard of Archangel Michael, which means he who is like God. Raphael, he who heals, the God of he, all about healing, the angel of healing. And Uriel means God is light. 
So those are just some of the angels I just want to introduce you to, but there's 15 that Doreen talks about in her book. And you can call on each individual angel as you see fit in your life. So for those of you that are uncertain, maybe secret like me, secretly believing and not knowing where or how to begin, again, I've said this three times already, you do not have to be a full believer. You can, you can be a bit unsure because again, the angels believe in you. Our angels believe in us, ladies and gentlemen. I said gentlemen, right? It's good. I got my second vaccine tonight. Maybe it's affecting my brain. Um, but the angels believe in you. They know who you are. They know what your true talents are. And they will be here by your side to help guide you. Whether you see the signs or not, they will put signs in your path for you to always see. You might not see them, you might not be paying attention. They will continue to guide you until one day, if you're like me, you take the first step toward creating your daring life and you begin to see the signs. And the first step is to decide. Anything, anything you do in life, you must make a decision first. Whether it's creating your dream life, manifesting your dream job, or going on a dream vacation, the very first step to making or manifesting anything, changing habits, is to make a decision. Give me, give me a hell yes in the comments if you agree. And some decisions are intentional, and some decisions are on a subconscious, on a subconscious level because they're so ingrained in us as habits. There you go. I see my yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am is so much more polite, Shari. Oh, so much more polite. You're so much better than me. Um, but like going to a gym or brushing our teeth. You don't wake up in the morning and say, I think I'll brush my teeth now. It, you just go do it. But you still decided to do that. So I just want to point that out. Now, other times, it's about getting really intentional about your decision. And that's when huge shifts are created. Calling on your angel is a very intentional practice. However, like I said before, if you're not doing it intentionally, they still hear your thoughts. They still hear you. Because when I, when I started doing this, I, like calling on my angels, reading about my angels, pulling angel cards, which I'm going to pull a card at the end for everybody, for this whole group, we're going to pull a card. As I reflect back, there were certain instances, instances in my life that I can see that my angels were paying attention, even in my most quiet, unintentional prayers to them. The beauty is you don't have to be perfect about a practice of calling on your angels. You don't have to be perfect in how you communicate. They're always listening. So even if you're quietly praying one day to yourself, they're hearing you. Whatever you pray to, whoever you pray to, your angels are, are listening. And for me, the biggest shift for me came about, I think it was like five years ago. Somebody in my Moms Who Dare community actually asked me if I wanted, ready? Ready for this? Especially the uncertain and the unbelievers, the non-believers. If I wanted to host the five archangels, five of them, for a week in my house, I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean host them in my house? It was, I, I literally, I got so nervous. I didn't even know what that meant. What it meant, there is a thing where you can host the angels for five days in your home. There's a whole um, practice to bring them into your home. You set up a little altar. I have my white lights burning here because angels like white. Um, I also have an electric one. And you welcome them into your home and they live with you for five days. You talk to them, you don't talk to them. It was the 
strangest thing I had ever said yes to. Talk about a dare. Um, so I'm sorry, Majette, is that you to say you never heard of it? Yes, I'm telling you. And I just did it recently, but five years ago when I said yes, I, they came, I told my husband, I go, I'm hosting the angels. I don't want to hear about it. This is what I'm doing. He thought I had lost my mind. And when they, I opened the door to receive them, there's a whole list. I'll send it to you, Majette. I'll share it with you. And I told him, I said, this is really uncomfortable for me. So I'm just going to talk to you quietly, silently in my brain. And I'm not talking out loud. And I did not really talk out loud. But I have to tell you, as awkward as I felt, there was something very comforting that came over me, believing that the angels are there. So when I talk about deciding, I decided in that moment when I said yes to hosting the angels, that I wanted to decide to believe. I wanted to believe. I thought I believed. I wasn't sure. I was a little uncertain, but I decided I wanted to believe. This was a very intentional and honest decision that has opened up a big part of me and my spiritual practice, which includes speaking quietly and out loud to my angels daily, thinking and journaling to my angels and creating a practice of pulling angel cards for guidance in my life and business on a daily basis. I've even been part of a friend group since the beginning of the pandemic, when we meet at Friday nights at 5 p.m. on a Zoom, and there are college students and us adults, there's anywhere from five to 10 of us, and we pull angel cards together every Friday since this pandemic started. So I made a decision. I decided I wanted to believe and that's how you begin. You decide. And once you make that decision, begin speaking your dreams and wishes out loud to your angels. And if somebody's in the room and you felt awkward like I did at first, quietly journal it. Find yourself a spiritual buddy to do it with. I've, I've called Tiffany to share some aha moments with her. So I want to share a little bit, some truly extraordinary messages and people have come into my path over the past 15 months. And I can now even look back and see how angels have been with me sharing their signs and messages for years. I am 150% hands down a true believer. Um, and it was Sonia Choquette. So I'm going to share a couple of real life experiences. How am I doing on time, Tiff? How am I doing? I want to share something because I, I, I listened to her speak. And she said, if you're unsure if guardian angels really have your back, think about a time in your life, at some point in your life, when something, you thought something miraculous or, or coincidental happened to you, when maybe you were in danger and you came out unscathed, I literally, in that moment, I listened to a training video. I went, oh my God, I know when it was. And there were two moments, there were actually three, but two moments for me. One in high school, I was driving to my boyfriend's house and I bent down in the front, this, don't do this at home. Do not do this. I bent down to pick up something from the floor of my car. As I was turning, I ended up losing control of the car, hitting a curb, going up across the street on a lawn, somebody's front lawn of the house, and hitting a tree on the driver's side part of front of my car. Not a scratch on my body. Nobody was outside at the moment. It was a beautiful day. I remember it. How I got out of there without a bang, a bump, a bruise. I don't even know if there were, there were um, seatbelts at that time, everybody. I had no idea. And then the second time, I definitely believe, hands down, my guardian angel was there and saved my life. I was doing a training ride for a city to shore bike ride for MS. 
And for those of you who live and know Lafayette Hill, Joshua Road, we were on, we were down at the very end of Joshua Road in Conshohocken on a trail, but to ride home, we had to go up Joshua Road towards Germantown. And there were, there are no sidewalks. There are no shoulders of the road. So I'm riding up the hill. My whole team, my whole training team was in front of me already down the hill. And I noticed that a bus was coming up from behind me and it wasn't stopping a big septa bus. And all I wanted to do was move over to get off the bike, but it wasn't going to let me. I had no time to do it. I'm telling you, if I'm not exaggerating, this is me and this was the septa bus. And I remember, and, I'm, and it makes me want to like sweat right now. I remember saying to myself, I don't want to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And I could feel the bus pulling me. As soon as the bus pulled past me, I fell over and a car blocked traffic and I got up. And if that's not an angel intervening for me, I don't know what is. Now, I just, I want to take a second because if you're like me, you have a question and we question this if we believe in God or whoever you believe in. If there are angels looking out for me every day, then why do bad things happen? Why do people get sick? I didn't know, I, I had the same question. I still question that. Um, I'm going to share an article because when I Googled that question because I needed an answer and I just took a quote from the article that I'll share with you in the Huffington Post. And it said, the first question most cynics ask me is, where was the guardian angel when, quote, and we'll reel off some terrible atrocity. The truth, the truth is that guardian angels were there trying to avert the disaster or tragedy. God has given us all free will and no guardian angel can overstep this. Whenever any of us are doing wrong, our guardian angel is trying everything possible to stop us, but they cannot overstep the boundaries of free will. The hard truth is that evil exists. Bad things happen. We can see the evidence of it all around us. And many people seem to find it easier to give into evil rather than to listen to their guardian angel and do the right thing. So I'll share that article and we can sit with that for a little. Um, but I had to share those stories with you because they were really, really, really very, very powerful for me. And I started pulling cards and I pull a card at least every week. And I just want to share a couple more. I hope I have time to share a couple more things before I draw a card for all of us. At the very beginning of the pandemic is really when I started to consistently pull cards and really, really talk to my angels. For about the first three weeks of the pandemic, when I, was, when I didn't know what to do with my business, how to pivot, how to shift, was I, was I helping my community? I would pull cards. The same two cards I pulled every week for three weeks, trust and believe. And for me, that meant trust that I have this, that I know what I'm doing and believe that it's all working out the way it should be. And it was powerful because I sat down, would shuffle the cards, start all over. I would ask the angels, what message do you have for me? What do I need to hear from you today? You can say it as easy as that. You don't know exactly what you want to ask the angels. It's as simple as, Angels, what do I need to hear from you today? And trust and believe every week for three weeks kept popping up. And then I want to share one more. I know, I'm, I know we're running out of time. Um, I have a family member who so badly wants something to happen in her life. She's wanted it for years. And she's working hard and she'll have it. And again, an opportunity came up that maybe is a glimmer of hope that she could have this. And I sat down with my cards because this, this, this family member is tortured. And I held the cards to my chest. I said, because you can ask your angels for guidance, for, for messages for other people you care about. I said, what 
does this person need to hear right now? And the card that I pulled was let go. And the message was, let go of the outcome and trust that your angels have your back. I couldn't communicate that with this person because she's a non-believer, but I held, I held the space for her for that. I have a couple more fun stories, but here's what I want you to take away from this, okay? It's, it's decide, begin speaking your dreams and wishes out loud, visualizing what you want, find yourself a spiritual buddy. I'm trying to move something out of my way so I can see this. That is safe from judgment. Get yourself your own angel cards and share with me how it develops for you. Get on the phone with me. I'd be happy to share more stories with you all. All right, guys, that's it. I think that's it, right? I think that's a wrap if anybody has questions. Um, and again, I'm happy to share stories if anybody wants to hear them. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at divagirltribe. Become a member and join our Diva Girl 411 Facebook group.